In a world where we're coming to you live, broadcasting news about your nation, from a space station comes Scenic Universe, Episode 004, Justice. As always, I am Tyson Torrance, and I'm here with my good friend, Mr. J. Alexander Beacon, in the flesh. The J stands for just this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, the theme of today's episode, ding, 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 justice. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Since it seems to be the word of no other day lately. It's not been a theme <laughs> no. lately. Actually, you know, you know, uh, with the uh, Manafort being on trial, it's kind of, a, you know, there's a big trial again for us to uh, gawk over. There hasn't been one in a while, you know, like a... Oh, what was uh, the last big trial? I mean... That the country was obsessed with. The, um... Like, the, the moms who, like, killed their kids, you know, like... Uh, oh, uh... Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. And, I was uh, like, Anthony Casey? Or the girlfriend who killed her boyfriend, Jody Arias. You remember that one? Like, what stabbed. was her name? Jody uh, Arias, I think. Really? Yeah, well, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't pay attention to that tabloid stuff. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, This is really dry compared to those trials. <laughs> Like yeah, tax evasion and offshore money accounts. laundering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spent a bunch of time in really expensive stores. Yeah, but national news. Um, so yeah, good for you, Paul Manafort. Yeah, <laughs> glad you made it to the top here before you sink to the bottom. <laughs> I do. I I think it's uh, extra poetic. There's some sort of poetic justice that. All of the people that have helped Trump get where he was or is right now uh, are all going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Monopoly, you know, just get a go to jail card every time you work with Trump. <laughs> every time you cross go, right, you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to take the community chest and put it in the Trump organization <laughs> and I'm going to trade you my get into jail free card. <laughs> I just want to ask all of them, like I want to make a coffee book. And the one question for every person who's worked with Trump would be, was it worth it? And this like <laughs> one sentence reply, please. <laughs> <laughs> one word. Yes or no. <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yes. Yeah. She'd be, she'd be on the yes. It'd be totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendously. Yes. Paul Manafort. It's like, um, maybe. <laughs> 
prison isn't so bad. That yeah. would be... <laughs> you know, eight years doing time. <laughs> we should be doing that, like guessing how much time he's going to get. Oh wow, a yeah. wager. Well, we have a we have a wager later in the show. So no, uh, I'm just saying, like, there's multiple wagers we could be making here. <laughs> I want your money. <laughs> Well, pretty soon we're going to start a uh, fantasy league. I don't want to spoil it too much because we've been working on it behind the scenes, but we're going to do a, um, well, it's a political fantasy league, so we'll keep it at that yeah. before the rules <laughs> get spilled, you know. But uh, Get your pocketbooks ready. Possibly some prizes. <laughs> we'll see. I think the prize is justice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one thing that... Uh, we had touched on a couple episodes ago and uh, I think resonated with us would work well in today's theme is um, big game exotic hunters. I don't understand what it is about killing an elephant. Like, yeah, it's a big creature Mm -hmm. and that's cool that you were able to point a gun in the generalized direction of the large creature and take it down and then mount its head in your house but what really do you get out of that? Like, is it just the power trip? Is yeah, it the... it's an adrenaline rush, man. It's like a... Is the elephant running at you, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, if they could make that happen, you know, like, and have them, you know, shoot back at them and survive it, they would be down for that. That would be like, you know, jumping down an airplane for those kind of people. It's a, It's an adrenaline thing, man. I mean, but that's kind of like jumping out of an airplane and then the airplane circling back around to try and catch you in its engine. <laughs> I think, like, you know, just to tie into the theme, though, what what is the justice for the murder of these animals? Is there justice for these animals? Is there justice for the people murdering them? Is Should it be their right to take whatever life they want? Well, I mean, I understand hunting for food. Like, we as humans have done that our entire right. existence. Yep. Like, we've always needed to do that. Started and... started from the bottom of the food chain, yeah, and now we're started here. Started from the bottom, now we are here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I get that. I get the fact that we need to eat meat, and we've always had that desire and need. Um, but just going out to the savannah and plopping a couple of bullets into a elephant just so you can take its tusks that doesn't make any sense to me like elephants are just so peaceful and so they're smart they're like the nicest creatures and like just mind boggling to look at I actually was at the zoo about two months ago and I actually spent a long long time at the elephant exhibit just watching oh. them because they're very interesting animals really unlike so many other species that we have out there and um to just think that uh, you're a better person or you just get the thrill of killing something that's so large like that, it's pretty in- pretty intense and I can't understand it. <laughs> I mean, granted, I've never killed an elephant, but yeah. I, I wouldn't want to. Like, I don't have the desire inside of me to be like, oh, yeah, that huge creature that I could have never taken down with my bare hands. Now I just pointed a metal piece at it and it went really fast into its brain. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, would these people enjoy working at a slaughterhouse, like doing cattle rods all day? Like, is it the like? What's the thrill? Is it killing something? Is it 
you know, that it could come and trample you, or if it's a lion, it could come, you know, tear you apart, and you... I guess. Conquered it? I don't know. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. It's 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 so far removed from the original purpose. Like, you don't see Jimmy John's selling elephant sandwiches yeah. at his <laughs> restaurant. Oh, if they could, they would. <laughs> if, if elephant meat was good, then they would... <laughs> No comment, actually. I've never yeah, had I elephant meat. How good so. elephant meat is. Watch, it's a super delicacy. <laughs> yeah, it could We're be, gonna be right? really into it later. Elephant foot soup where they just <laughs> cut the, the foot off and just haul it out and put clam chowder in it. Yeah, it's like a bread bowl. <laughs> That's all I can really picture, yeah. Or like a elephant ear salad. Yeah, like what? Sorry, sorry for the viewers. <laughs> I myself am uh, a vegetarian, and uh, this is kind of freaking me out a little bit what yeah. I'm saying. So, third person, <laughs> vicariously freaking yourself out. Um, if you had the chance, would you do that? If they're like, "Hey, you can come to our safari hunt, so you can try and understand what it's like," and today we're killing a tiger. And let's just say, like, this tiger killed some kid in the village, too. So he's, he's like, a fucking Well, yeah, I mean, if shit. there's, like, a political manhunt for this tiger and, like, he's a known <laughs> killer and, like... <laughs> right, but you need all of that to say yes, right? You need, like, what's what's the line, right? Uh, sure, yeah, like, I, I literally need an extra motive behind it rather than just killing this creature. Yeah. Like, a cockroach is one thing, but a tiger, <laughs> like... I'm just so in awe of predators. Like, I I have a deep respect for animals that I would not be able to kill with my own bare hands. Right. Like, if I ran into that creature on the middle of the plains, I'm not walking away from that shit. Man, there's some dogs I would not be able to kill. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another reason why doges are awesome. Yes. <laughs> so... There is the other side of this argument that says that the money that these hunters spend um, helps support conservation efforts for places like these safaris where they have a big conservation area and um, pretty much to fund a lot of it, they charge big game hunters hundreds of thousands of dollars to basically kill these animals. And, um, you know, from some of the research that uh, we looked at... um, these places need this money. There's no other source of funding for them. And in order to keep some of the conservation lands open and thriving, they need these hunters. Yeah, it is a weird double-edged sword. I I wasn't aware of it until we started looking into it earlier. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the fact that some of this land that was large area preserve natural preserve that yeah people would come into and and kill a couple of animals on uh now that that money has dried up it's been turned into large-scale agricultural land and cattle grazing land and it's literally destroying the land i found that very fascinating that there was a a double double meaning there where (laughs) and and the funny part to me is it is it's not those people that are promoting that argument you know, it's not right. the big big trophy hunters that come out and they're like, well, actually, the money that I spent is leading to help conservation efforts. Not at all. Area. Yeah, really. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so that's not the reason that they're there. But I found I do find it fascinating that those areas were using that money to help the conservation effort. And now it's drying up and now it's leading to other problems. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a really weird 
weird situation going on there. Because you're saying that the land is being taken up by agriculture, like cattle grazing and whatever, right? Like, it's almost um, just another offshoot of the same problem that, I mean, just the bigger picture is that we have a disconnect with animals, really, in nature, in, in the, in the mm-hmm. biggest sense. But um, because of our factory farming, we do have to take a ton of land to meet the supply of meat and you know i'm not i want to get into the vegan (laughs) spiel too much because i'm not that person i promise but um you know we have big game hunting problems right next door and then now they're taking that land and putting some other animal problem that we have literally a problem that we have with animals well and, and i would pose it to a conservationist what's worse uh the elephant getting shot and being hunted to extinction or all of that grazing land turning into a CAFO that then leads to hundreds of thousands of tons of CO2 being emitted into the atmosphere. Yeah, or wastewater or whatever else there is. All of the problems that come with it. I will spare you the rant, but if you're an open-minded person, looking look into you know what factory farming, agriculture for that for factory farms and all that stuff has to do with our environment, and yeah, or just visit Amarillo, Texas, yeah, and take a nice deep <laughs> whiff, go up to Colorado and some spots there, and just <laughs> breathe deep, and you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the moral of the lesson here? I think it's. Um, don't eat a Jimmy John's because fuck that place. And the- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it should be a recurring theme of us just dishing on that motherfucker over and over because those sandwiches suck. Jimmy John's is not and will never be a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> Unless you want to give us money so that we can rack on you. <laughs> yeah, if that's the cool thing now, then we'll gladly take your money. <laughs> I mean, CNN's doing really well every time Donald Trump mentions that. Yeah, consider it. Um, but fuck you, seriously. Wouldn't take your yeah. money. <laughs> fuck you guys. Give us money. <laughs> um, so you know, kind of like animals dying for no reason out of nowhere. Um, drones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not killing elephants with drones. <laughs> like, where's the line there? The scalability of what is it really saying about you? Yeah, but but you're right. There's there's something very tangible between those two concepts where oh yeah like i'm going out into the field with a high-powered rifle so i can take down an enemy that is really far away from me and has no chance of killing me whatsoever and now we've created these machines these birds of prey that literally sit in the sky and can hover for 20 hours until the time is just perfect where they unleash like a two hundred thousand dollar missile Holy shit. Yeah, um, high-powered stealth killing machines, really. And that's what people aim to be when they're hunting, you know? When they're hunting, they want to be stealth and high-powered and be able to take out giraffes. And when we're in war, we want to be stealth and be able to take out the enemy and destroy them (laughs) efficiently and quickly. And um, casualties, I think that's the big big thing for me is, like... uh, People who are civilians who have nothing to do with these terrorist groups or the wars or any of the crime in their nation and um, getting killed by some missile out of nowhere just because they happen to be in that area. Yeah, and I think that that's really what it is. is, Okay, so say your neighbor next door here is a terrorist. Um, Is it logical for you to have to die as a casualty of 
you know, that kind of large scale explosion. Cause if you take out one house, you're taking out the whole block with these things. Right. You know? So yeah. Where do you draw the line? Like is, is it extrajudicial killing because there's quote unquote terrorism going on in this place? Like, is that completely okay because we're stopping the terrorism or is there any research going on into how, fracturing these communities and leading these drone strikes in places that are already super poor to begin with. They're just radicalizing the rest of the people that are there. Yeah. It's, um, you know, just fuel to the fire, right? Fire <laughs> to the fire, to the fuel. To the fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big gas tanker thrown onto the, <laughs> the <Yeah>. flames. And <laughs> there was a campfire and then and... they drove a gas tanker into the floor. <laughs> so, from, it with a hellfire missile. <laughs> yeah, this will be a tangent, but from from our undisclosed location, there was a fire the other day, and it, it was an explosion because there was propane tanks, um, gasoline, and fireworks in this building. All of those things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Most of the people are just like, why would you have all of those things in one area? See, we don't even need to fight with China about regulations. Yeah. <laughs> we just follow their yeah. lead. <laughs> But you're right. Um, you know all all of this, including just being uh, having a you know military presence in some of these places, just does the opposite of what we're intending to do. It feeds you know the hatred or the disdain for the country that's there. And um, you know one thing that was argued that was a positive for drone strikes uh, was that it reduces um, you know boots on the soil soldiers being there on the ground and being in conflict, right? Sure. I mean, it's going to reduce, it's going to, it has eliminated our casualties when it comes to these air sorties. But at the same time, those members of the armed forces who, I mean, read into it, like the people who live in Nevada, they wake up, they take their morning commute, 45 minutes, they make their pot of coffee in the morning, they get in what's basically an Ender's Game flight simulator, and then they execute people all day, only to walk out of the simulator at the end of the day, uh, get in their car, drive home, and try to have a normal night's sleep. Like, they're literally going between civilian life and uh, open warfare yeah, day in and day out, and it's leading to horrible mental illnesses yeah that's very interesting that's something almost that we've never had until recently oh yeah it didn't exist until drones existed really right like remote warfare is is something that is completely foreign to us yeah but i would i would you know challenge everybody to think about why these drone strikes are happening in the places that they're happening in right it's not just terrorism. Nope. You know, like like we keep coming back to if you're dying in a terrorist attack, you're very unlucky compared to having a heart attack or getting in a car accident. <laughs> like and we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars, trillions of dollars a year to protect people against these perceived threats. They're not actually threats. What we're doing is we're trying to preserve our footholds in these fledgling economies that have tons of resources bingo (laughs) (laughs) and who are we fighting we're fighting russia and we're fighting china because they're at capacity at this point 
We're lucky that India doesn't have the ability to go out to all these places and start building bases. Right, they're just preserving their their foothold there, like you said, their 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 stake, their they're protecting their assets basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a reason why colonialism flourished in Africa in the first place, you know, from the European dynasties. It was because there's a ton of resources there, and there's no infrastructure to defend them. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to go in there and take them at will. And no, we don't want to appropriate your land as part of our country, because then you guys are citizens, and you have needs, and we have to fund you, and that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many drone strikes in the last, I don't know, how many years? Give me a a number, a ballpark number. I don't think that that number actually exists on paper. I think it's probably actually secret of what the total tally is. It exists in one dude's head who's sworn yeah. the oath to never say it. His name is Ender. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never read Ender's Game, you should probably go read it because we're probably going to say Ender's Game a couple more times. I am seeing here... Uh, and this doesn't include drones specifically, but U.S.-led coalition carried out nearly 12,000 airstrikes, manned and unmanned, so manned and drone, basically, right, uh, in Iraq and Syria. See, and that's only Iraq and Syria. That's two of our quote-unquote non-theaters of wars because we're in this weird quasi-war state, but... There's dozens of other countries that we're doing these in. Somalia, today even. Yeah. Um, Libya, right? Libya. Uh, the Congo. You have airstrikes going on all over the Middle East. And yeah, Yemen, Oman. Like You, you literally throw a dart at a picture of the world map and you're going to get pretty close to a war zone. <laughs> so we talk about it pretty pretty lightly in our news media right like drone strikes i remember when they were talking about that a lot more but they've been doing just as many and trump has actually hit a record not for how many he's done but how many he's done in a short period of time in his first year right Mm -hmm. um but yeah the news media you know doesn't really talk about this all the time it doesn't say you know why when how unless it's something that's really politicized um, such as when we took down Gaddafi or something like that, right? Sure. Um, all those airstrikes. But it's crazy. It, it, you start opening your eyes to how many of these that we're doing with places that we're not even actively in war with, such mm-hmm. as, like, you know... Congo. Uh, Congo or Somalia or any of those places. Definitely not at war with them. Um, and I don't know. you got to imagine what it's like to be in those other, pe- other people's shoes, like h- how they can handle that, even if it's taking out terrorists it's still happening in your neighborhood right i mean and and that's the thing is you're not seeing them as terrorists because they are your neighbors they are your kinfolk like they're literally just there with you and who knows what they're plotting or what's happening you know a thousand miles away or ten thousand miles away you know like that doesn't matter to you all that matters is that the entire neighborhood got blown up Right. And I need to figure out who did that so that I can bring them to justice. <laughs> to justice. There you go. Justice. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to bring up this fact, though, because uh, you mentioned Libya. Yep. Um, there have been 2,158 airstrikes, including drone attacks, 
since 2012 in Libya, and 550 wow. of those were drone strikes over the last seven years. So that's 2011. Yeah, 550 drone strikes in one country. 550 times someone sat on a computer and killed somebody thousands and thousands of miles away from them. Mm -hmm. And not just one person, multiple people in some of these instances. Yeah, I mean, you look at these wedding parties that they actively target because there's 12 or 15 quote-unquote insurgents in there, and yet there was 120 people in that room. You know, not that all of them died, but how many of them are now radicalized to completely hate your ideology? Um, Libya has an extra important meaning to all of this, too, as well, though. Uh, I do want to shout out to Lieutenant Giulio Gavati of the Italian forces um when they were fighting the turkish ottoman empire in 1911 who was the first person to come up with the idea of literally dropping a bomb out of a plane uh he wrote to his father saying today i have decided to try to throw bombs from the aeroplane it's the first time that we will try this and if i succeed i will be really pleased to be the first person to do it wow really (laughs) that's that's an interesting uh, desire to have <laughs> one day to wake up. I mean, yeah, I mean, explosions are cool. <laughs> and vanquishing your enemy is cooler. Yeah. <laughs> really? And what year was that again? That's. Yeah, so 1911. It was November 1st, 1911 that this letter was written. Wow. And, uh, you know, iconic because it had only been eight years. People would remember December 17th, 1903 is the first date of flight. For the Wright brothers. So it took eight years. Um, yeah. Seven years and 11 months for someone to finally get the bright idea to kill people out of this plane. I would like, I wouldn't love it, but I would like to see a time lapse of like that guy dropping a bomb out of his airplane in 1911 and then just like sped up of every plane that's ever dropped a bomb ever. And it oh, would just dude. be like, <laughs> oh, like, you know. Philip Glass would need to score it. I would just, <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a pretty majestic time lapse, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, like quickly after that, they literally went from some guy having a bomb in his pocket and dropping it out over people that he saw below him to dive bombers and nuclear bombers. <laughs> literally took 50 years to start strapping nuclear weapons to the payload bay. <laughs> wow. So, um, how. How accurate um, can this drone technology be? We have our consumer drones here, and yeah, they're HD, uh, 4K cameras or whatever. But um, how, you know, how often do they mess up? Think they are spotting the right person? Think they have the right area, and then just nope. It's you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it all comes down to secondary sources of intelligence prime well technically primary because what you're seeing on the camera is only part of the story you know they could have a body double they could have you know they could have walked into a meeting with 15 other people there and then walked out and somebody else got into the vehicle that they showed up in you know there's so many things that can happen off camera then all of a sudden you're staring at it and it's a completely different situation but you didn't really know you know, so there, I'm sure there's all kinds of errors that happen, especially when it comes to these large parties. Like I was saying, like these wedding parties, like, okay, 20 of these guys are part of a terrorist cell in Somalia 
and you're going to off 83 people? And what's to start the survivors? What's to stop those survivors from then becoming insurgents? I would think it would be a, like a surefire at that point. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're perpetuating uh, my theory. And I'm sure it resonates with other people is that we're just perpetuating these enemies so that we have something to fight against. So that we're not just spending $10 billion or $10 trillion a year doing whatever we want with the military. We have to have some sort of justification for it. And so by building these enemies all over the world, we're just justifying the money that we're spending on it. Basically, we have this asset, <laughs> so we have to use it. We, ha- we have this car, we have to drive it. Yeah, totally. And I'm... I'm just very glad that that notion has never crept into nuclear weapons because they're so horrendously horrible that there is no justice. You would never use a nuclear weapon to impart justice upon a situation. The only thing a nuclear warhead can ever be used for is genocide. If you're going to blow up a city, you're going to blow up everything that ever happened there, and you're going to completely eradicate the memory of that thing. So what kind of that's that is not justice. And I would say that it's the same thing with these drone strikes. You're just using the power that you have because it exists and because it keeps you safe, but you're not taking the second step to think about the repercussions from what's going on. You're just using the tool. And I don't know if somebody's out there and you're a drone pilot and you feel differently, feel free to let me know that I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I would love to hear some feedback on this. Um, it Again, like I said, um, something that is not discussed as much as it should be. Um, drones are huge. I So, yeah, using these tools just because they exist doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right thing to do. Um, and, you know, my my worry is that we are circumventing like literally the Geneva convention and rules of engagement and the need to declare war on some country before you start blowing things up in it. Um, my worry is that that then pervades to the rest of society. You know, we already see the line being completely blurred between how a police officer allows a situation to escalate to, the point where the suspect has been killed and the footage makes it look like it was a, it was the wrong choice. Yeah. Um, man, that's a heated topic, which I'm sure we could do a whole episode on, but you're right. And it, it really does come down to that. They have the tools and <laughs> they're going to use it. They have guns. If they feel threatened, if they feel, um, I, I guess according to some of the rules of engagement for police officers um, in some states, they can shoot people down just to ensure an arrest. That's what I read on some of some of this uh, research that I've been doing. That basically it's like a threat or a plausible threat to other people or right. to get an arrest. <laughs> basically, that's one. One, and I understand if okay, it's an armed subject and the whole situation has has been them threatening the lives of others like okay that i understand that but when it's a you know a 12 year old kid that's just running from you 
Like, are, are you really using the justification that they may have a deadly weapon and all of a sudden they're trying to get away? Like, with all of the institutional racism that exists in this country, like, of course black people are afraid of police officers. Unless you're a black person and a cop, like, <laughs> you're probably going to be afraid of the police officer because of the rhetoric. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not black myself, but I would agree with you. Um, but I would say I'm white and I'm still afraid of the cops. Like, <laughs> right. And I would be more afraid if several people of my race uh, seemingly are dying for really bogus reasons, you know, like not having your driver's license or something stupid like that. Um, I don't know. It seems like cops get away with it. It seems like America gets away with it in general for killing people. And well, and yeah, so can you hold cops responsible when literally our world police force is doing this wherever we feel is fine you know, it's it's one thing to be bombing in Somalia. It's going to be a completely different thing when we're raining hellfires down in the middle of Helsinki. <laughs> like, Welcome to America, yeah. where the bad guy gets death penalty unless he's very rich or very popular. <laughs> in that case, he gets written off and does pretty <laughs> <laughs> Um, So, is it time for a game? I don't know. (laughs) It sounds like you're building up a game. (laughs) Okay, so this game is going to be a little little interesting. Um, Yeah, what do you got this week? It's a little complex. You gotta you gotta stay with me on this one. Try and understand the rules here. Um, I have selected some videos, Mm -hmm. and in these videos, I have selected some comments. And the name of the game is going to be for you to. Try and guess what the video is from just me reading you the comments. Hmm. Um, So you get some points for that, and then I will award you a bonus point. Um, No, two. Two bonus points. Oh. If you can identify, uh, properly identify a bot. A bot comment. A bot comment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I've only selected one. One bot in the entire... All of the comments and all of the comments, and there's going to be a, a good amount of comments. Okay. Um, and so, so it's are these like, videos that I know about already uh, well, that the, I should know about? Like, <laughs> what, what kind of videos? The theme, <laughs> the theme I chose. I tried to do kind of random, but um, I did choose a theme. The theme is how to videos. Ooh, is it how to basic? Because <laughs> that guy's demented, and nobody maybe, should ever watch. Those I don't videos. know. We'll see. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm going to be a little lenient. You know, if you can get the video kind of in the right genre, even, you know, or uh, in the right, you know, direction, I might give you a point. Um, So, you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Round one. This is kind of a softball, so we'll see if you can can hit it out of the park. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just to stipulate again, you get, I'll give you two guesses for the bot. Okay, so I'll, I'll have a... You have two times in which you can say... This I have is, two lives is on this the a bot, bot question. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, let's play. <laughs> Thread alert. <laughs> okay, so here's the first comment. And again, um, points for guessing what the video is. Okay. And it's a how-to video. So I just let you read all the comments first? Uh-huh. This is the first comment, so... Um, you know, just to make it fun, I'm a re- this is from a month ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's ancient history, dude. Light some candles and take off all of your clothes. 
They limit your creativity by impairing your circulation. Also, try to blast the mix out of the windows and see what your neighbors think. They will tell you if they're onto something or if it's trash. Also, eat Doritos, but only with your non-mouse hand. Also, grease your elbows with Vaseline. Hope that helps. Dot dot dot. Whoa. Okay, any this guesses? Is a how to be? <laughs> There's some some words that might you know uh, spoil it in there, but yeah, it's kind of a misleading comment. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, next comment, same video. Use a reference track. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, some sort of mixing tutorial. Okay. Um, I, I think I'll give you a point for that. For the fact that I got this. <laughs> Somebody's mixing audio here. Audio mixing, yep. Okay, do I have to guess the song that's being mixed? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you... I'm just going to read you a couple more comments because they're kind of funny. And then um, I'll, I'll uh, judge how many points you get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trust your instincts and your ears. And your taste. The need should come before the action. Goosebumps. <laughs> some guy had some goosebumps from that suggestion. Yeah. So like, the video is Frishin. the 16 mixing tips you will need. Nice. <laughs> I didn't feel any bot presence in there, though. Oh, no. Which is okay. crazy right. because when all of the information about the Russian trolls came out and like the memes that they were sending out on Facebook, I definitely knew some of those memes. So, yeah, that would be like the the perfect area for a bot to kind of get just some random hole. like audio engineering yeah, tutorial totally. video. Yeah. <laughs> hey America, you love tutorial video. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you one point because you got the video correct. Cool. Close enough. And uh, no bots on that one? You good on that? Okay. Didn't feel any bots. Correct. No bots. All right. Not to my knowledge. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's the ultimate, you know, uh, little asterisk here that um, is really not a good way for me to tell 100% sure if it's a bot or not. <laughs> I have some stipulations, some rules for it. Um, I'll save that for another episode. Um, but we're going to go to round two on round Thread Alert. <laughs> okay. This is another how-to video, mm. and here's a comment. Thanks for teaching me. Now I can use this to piss off my friends. Is it the Mentos and the Coke bottle? <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, go up to your just friend's go- Coke <laughs> and just drop a couple Mentos in? Is that a party thing? Like, I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> Some rum and yeah. Coke. You drop Two-liter a- bottle of Diet Coke and a whole package of Mentos and then just run out of the room. <laughs> okay, next comment. Mm-hmm. One year ago. <laughs> I still can't get it. Ugh. Must practice. Dot, dot, dot. More. M-O-A-R. <laughs> okay, That's any, the internet lingo for the older folk out there. Any guesses on the video on this one? Um. Well, okay, this comment might help you. I'll give you... Because I got a couple here, so... Uh-huh. I can do it pretty good. My voice is pretty low, so it's going to be hard to get the pitch right. Lol. It's another audio, like, vocal recording? (laughs) Close, maybe, maybe. My voice is really low. Hmm. Okay, here's another uh, curveball for you. 
Finally, somebody who has noticed the bottom teeth thing. It's always the first thing I notice whenever I'm attempting blank. Because <laughs> I <What? laughs> had to say blank because it gave away what the video is here. <laughs> I'm just going to fill in the blank with fellatio. Then. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea what this video is. Okay, so no, no. Uh, any of those sound like bots to you? Mm, no, they still sound like confused Americans. Okay, so the video is how to do a Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, well, the lower teeth thing, bottom teeth thing? Yeah, um, I'll post the videos, or at least the ones I like, <laughs> on the website. <laughs> they don't really need a shout-out other than what I'm saying. Um, yeah, they, he says there's some kind of tip there by... Um, positioning your teeth in a correct way because he kind of does that you know he's got that that front teeth yeah uh, the bottom teeth excuse me i tried to stare at his face as little as possible but you're right it's a little hard to hard not to just because he's everywhere but yeah yeah shout out to all of the media outlets for plastering his face everywhere i hate you guys (laughs) (laughs) you're just giving him what he wants yeah literally what he wants (laughs) We need like a symbol, like you know, um, you know, Prince, you know, was formerly known as that weird mm-hmm. symbol thing. Um, we need a just a symbol for Trump, so that we don't have to show his face ever when we're talking mm. about him. I mean, the the poop emoji comes to mind, but I'm sure there's better. You just know, with, like the hair flopping on it, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the floppy hair over the em- emoji poop. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I can I can handle that one. Okay, so now whenever you guys talk about Donald Trump, from now on, CNN, please just show that. (laughs) Could you imagine CNN just, like, live coverage of (laughs) some sort of summit again? Yeah, his next summit with Putin is just Putin and poop emoji. (laughs) That would really show him. President poop emoji. Okay, you ready for the last round? I think so. Okay. WTF am I doing at 1 a.m. from three weeks ago? Oh, wow. That's the most generic comment of all time. Again, this is a how-to video. Um, next comment. Who else feels ashamed or embarrassed about watching this? Oh Question mark. <laughs> One month ago. I swear this isn't, like, gross or anything. <laughs> but apparently some people <laughs> feel ashamed after watching it. This one is... HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash sex x in xx hot video 47 <laughs> full HD SEXXXN free film video XXX from one week ago. <laughs> so, so <laughs> do I just get a bonus point because that's a bot? <laughs> like, you got the bot! Yeah. <laughs> bot found okay so first time we're playing this game on to make it easy you found the bot and you get two points wow total of three points so do i just completely lose if i don't know that's a bot? <laughs> i mean to be honest some guy could yeah, how many could just be posting an awesome porn link on the video for <laughs> on his a homies YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. i mean it's probably not the case, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've shared some videos, not on other videos, I don't think ever, but, um, you know, never shared a porn video, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, is like, really? <laughs> like, why does every porn site have 
the little share to Facebook icon. You might know. <laughs> people yeah, you might people know. People who might be interested in this. <laughs> okay, so um, let's continue on here because you still haven't guessed the video yet. Do you have any guesses on what no the video what is? is gonna be. <laughs> okay, here's the next comment. Tutorial not clear enough. My penis is now stuck in a toaster. Wow. <laughs> is it like, uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You said it wasn't gross? I mean, no. <laughs> it depends, really. Probably not. I mean, if you were, if you were like a five-year-old boy, it might be gross. Let me hmm. put it that way. So it's a cootie video? <laughs> I have one I more comment. <laughs> Two more comments. Okay. Six months ago, deleting my history now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and number, uh, the last one. Bro, I'm single. <laughs> okay, so I, I picked some weird weird comments there. Um, do you give up or do you want to take a guess? I have no idea what this video is. Is it a Jersey Shore reunion video? <laughs> <laughs> The answer is how to kiss. Wow. And some people have uh, a lot of shame about their kissing, mm. you know, uh, stamina and technique and ability. They feel really wow. bad that they have to watch this video to learn how to do it properly. But it's okay. I'm here to tell you it's okay. I mean, I'm glad that the internet is there to educate people. Because, um, yeah, coming from someone who's a good kisser to, <laughs> like... The fact that I've had I've had experiences with bad kissers, like yeah, they probably could have had a tutorial video. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah, appreciate you improving all of the quality of our lives. Thanks for only having a couple of bots for me to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say you're getting better at cracking down on bots. See, I was but... waiting for a Russian bot the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for next time. Yeah. I didn't want to go too political. Just to throw you for a loop and see if you could guess what the videos were. You did pretty good though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty good okay so you ended up with three points it was a three Sweet. yep lucky number three and that guarantees a win nice in the scenic universe hell yeah <laughs> i'll take a w anytime <laughs> so um i think we're gonna take a break here and we're gonna come back so stay tuned Coming to you live from the edge of the flat internet theory, it's the Scenic Universe Meme Forecast. As always, it's raining cat and doge memes, and as always, we still think they're adorable. We're getting reports in of a 60% chance of a resurgence of Spongebob memes, since every frame of that show is now a meme. Donald Trump will continue his reign as the most mocked person on the planet as the FBI closes in on his Russian conspiracy. And it looks like women will continue their online crusade to get more pockets and have fewer creepy dudes send pictures of their genitalia. And stay tuned next week when we get an update on the cat who ate so much watermelon, he became the size of a watermelon. Until next time, this has been the Scenic Universe Meme Forecast. And we are back. So, let's make a wager. 
how will Donald Trump's presidency end? I don't know about you. I think it's going to have something to do with Melania. You think it'll do? Okay, well, hold on. What are the what are the rules of this wager, though? You know, we gotta <laughs> we gotta lay out all the uh, before you before you put the cards on the table. If one of us gets this correct, um, what what's the stakes here? I still say that whoever is correct, the other one has to buy them some sort of Donald Trump memorabilia. (laughs) (laughs) And they have to proudly display it in their undisclosed house. (laughs) (laughs) For at least like, you know, an undisclosed amount of time. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Month, a month to a year. Depending how correct the other person was. <laughs> yeah, until the uh, 2020 election. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you want to go first since you already started. Is that yeah, Melania. Melania will bring it down like... I think they get divorced. Okay. And, and then... it just ruins the narrative because he erupts. It just spirals after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he basically just unhinges and, mm-hmm. like... Does he resign because of that? Is that no. what ultimate? No, he just dude. No, <laughs> okay. No, he just gets so riled up that he can't contain himself, and he does something arbitrarily bad. Okay, arbitrarily bad. I don't know. I need some more specifics because, like, if <laughs> if this happens in some kind of way like this, I'm like, well, you said I'm arbitrary glad... though. <laughs> I'm glad you're at least on board with the rest. <laughs> Like this is feasible. So in your and so all of the all of the criteria has to be met. So Melania okay. and Trump Melania have to have Trump some kind of divorce. Divorce, okay. And then he, I feel like he says something disparaging against women. Okay. And then that leads to like a social media meltdown, like from both both sides of the aisle and like everyone. Yeah. Okay. And basically, you're saying that Donald Trump's just his image gets so tarnished that no one cares about him anymore. But again, is he, is that him finishing up his first, you know, term and then he just doesn't run for re-election or doesn't get reelected again because it's so tarnished or what's, what's the full, I need the whole nine yards here to, hmm. you know, cause this is how will his presidency end? Yeah. It's hard because it's not saying what is illegal that makes him get impeached. Hmm. You think it's impeachment, though? Yeah, I would. I would say that, like, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I guess. Well, majority of America probably does. But um, yeah. Um, okay. So on the record, you're going as divorce leads to some kind of crazy moment, unhinged Trump that's somehow leads to impeachment is that is that correct <laughs> i think if i get the flow right that should count because no if you get no yeah, way yeah, to yeah. predict that's like, like who a... would have known that there would have been a second sex industry worker payoff <laughs> payment that is all of a sudden in the news all the time right right um okay so you did three points right there so like mm-hmm. a three-point action so okay. gets divorced uh-huh does some kind of political gaffe because he's unhinged and gets impeached. Yes. So I'll do that too. And that'll be like our full deck. If I, you know, we can 
compare points or whatever at that point. Okay. If you get the full deck, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably display a MAGA hat in public. I would not do that <laughs> these days. <laughs> but if you only get like one of those right, then you know, I'll just give you some some uh, accolades for for winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy a Trump Pez dispenser. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, flag Pez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's my scenario. Um, I'm gonna predict that. Trump um, basically has to eat his hat in some scenario um, involving food. I think he's going to make some statements about being overweight or needing to be healthier. And uh, basically, he's going to be kind of pushed into being like, all right, yeah, we got to start eating healthier. And as example, for one day, he decides to not eat his hamburgers or his whatever his normal routine is. And this is the second point. On that day, he has a heart attack because his body (laughs) does not know how to handle healthy food. (laughs) Dude, you're throwing in, like, (laughs) the Joker (laughs) all aces. (laughs) Um. And um, he survives the heart attack. So this gets to the third one. And he decides to resign because... He's he's, unhealthy? (laughs) He's just, like, basically had a, you know, come to God moment. He went to God and God was like, go back. He went to heaven and God was basically like, "Uh, this is a fake ID, sir. You cannot get in. I'm sorry. And uh, he realizes that he's been a con man and the heir of his ways. And he comes back. And this is the long con. This is, you know, those are my three points. This is like bonus, just, you know, extra (laughs) for you. The long con is that that's all bullshit. But he realizes because he had a heart attack, he can start a book tour and doing all these other (laughs) rallies and doesn't have to be president and deal with that bullshit anymore. That he can just bank on a long time. Look at um, Bill Clinton. He had like heart surgery, right? And heart attack. And he had like three Whoa. three book tours on that Afterward. one that one premise <laughs> so donald trump would milk the crap out of it um so yeah there, there's my three wow. points he um wow is pigeonholed into eating healthy because of that has a heart attack because his body can't handle eating anything see, other than grease i can see it happening the <laughs> other way where he has a heart attack and then he gets pigeonholed into eating healthy <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, do you think he would react like that? He might be like, "Oh, it was uh, it was the <laughs> Democrats' <laughs> fault for the heart attack. <laughs> They're causing me so much stress." Yeah. Heartgate. <laughs> the fake news is <laughs> getting to me. Finally, they knew that talking shit about Ooh. me would make me stressed out, and I would have a heart attack. <laughs> You imagine he eats healthy food and has a heart attack and thinks that's the reason. So he's like, I'm getting rid of all organic food. <laughs> Obviously, it's really bad for me. Whole Foods getting shut down. <laughs> Jeff Bezos could suck. <laughs> well, that's where we're at. That's what we got on record. So, okay, so, um, so what you're saying is he will... 
be pigeonholed in eating healthy, and mm. eating healthy gives him a heart attack. And then he has a moment where he actually has a spiritual experience, and he changes his whole worldview. Yes. Seemingly, yeah, seemingly, but the long con is that the heart attack actually just made him more greedy, and he decides that he can use it to prosper. So, <laughs> that, and that's the bonus point. So. Yeah, I mean, if he flipped it and then all of a sudden got all the good people on his side. Yeah, all uh, George Bush had to do to flip people was paint some like pictures of people and dogs. So yeah, right. It's not hard. Have a heart attack, write a book, paint some people, <laughs> then you're golden. <laughs> I think that's the formula. Just have some sort of old people <laughs> ailment. I mean... Jimmy Carter was a good president, but I think he's avoided any scrutiny for just because he builds homes for the homeless. Oh, I'm like sure. every day of his life, <laughs> so you cannot say anything you know bad about him anymore. He's just like, well, whatever he did during his presidency yeah. is fine. <laughs> he's building homes for the homeless every day. That's great. Yeah, good for yeah. Shout out to Jimmy Carter for being a really good guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> still still alive. That's pretty amazing. Still In working. 92. Still doing all that stuff. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no collusion on our uh, on our wagers, right? <laughs> Just want to make sure you didn't collude with anybody. Yeah, you know insider no, trading. You didn't know anything I don't know. <laughs> interesting fact. You have to actually benefit to get convicted for insider trading if i were to give you information oh I really have to benefit to get convicted really so mm-hmm. it's like uh irs they just like oh you got losses you can just <laughs> write that <laughs> off even though you did insider trading pretty much wow so if you want to <laughs> if you want to feel bad but not get arrested for it then just do some insider trading on some terrible non-profitable stock i guess i don't know <laughs> oh, i'm sure people have made billions of dollars <laughs> how many people have like done insider trading and lost a lot of money and then we're like well i'm glad it worked out that way because i'm not <laughs> in jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could have ended up, you know, dead at a yacht party. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sucks to be, like, the one thing that people remember you about is, like, a Tuesday morning article about, like, your crazy drug-ravaged weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah, that's like could describe rock star or <laughs> Wall, Street Wall Street junkie, hedge investor. Yeah, Wall yeah, Street hedgy. junkie is that yeah. what you call it? I mean, a hedgy and a junkie, they're kind of the yeah, same. Yeah, got thing. any got any stocks? Got any bonds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the options. So, uh, so what is the deal with collusion right now? Um, apparently, it's illegal apparently it's not illegal apparently yeah okay so that's my question (laughs) is this whole time everybody's been saying the word collusion as if it's a really bad thing but now they're like oh well it's not even actually illegal i can't find it (laughs) like there's a lot of words that start with c and conspiracy means the exact same fucking thing (laughs) (laughs) so i don't see how this isn't because conspiracy is something that i can imagine 
hearing in a court case. <laughs> yeah, of course that's illegal. You, you, t- Trump said, right? Even if there was collusion, it wouldn't matter because it's not illegal, and I didn't do it anyway. It's like <laughs> paraphrasing. Sorry, <laughs> it's not the exact quote. But the thing I'm, you're blaming me of is not bad, and I didn't do the not bad thing either. I wouldn't have done it, and even if I did, it doesn't matter because it's not bad. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's pretty solid argument if I ever heard one. <laughs> Yeah, case closed. <laughs> case closed. I'm going to use that next time I get pulled over. <laughs> I wouldn't do this and I can't... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't speed and even if I would speed, it wouldn't matter because I wasn't speeding that much and it's only five above and fall and flow traffic and whatever. <laughs> Just see what the officer says. Yeah. Probably get away with it. I don't know. What I, mean. <laughs> I just do what I want whenever I want. <laughs> I wasn't speeding. That was lies. Yeah. <laughs> fake, fake news media. Fake radar. I was yeah. <laughs> going faster than I should. Yeah, fake radar. <laughs> what do you think these lasers and science are going to beat me at my game? <laughs> so what, what level of collusion or conspiracy does there have to be for, um, for it to be illegal? <laughs> like, what is... Right. Is it is it again like you're saying does that have to be a personal gain? Like if Donald Trump wasn't elected, but we proved that there was collusion, would there be any backlash against her? Would there be any hubbub? Or would it not matter? Does it only matter because he won? Well, like like he said, um I don't see why it would be the Russians. I don't see why it would be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't or would? I'm sorry. Can you can you clarify this for me? <laughs> Yeah, would. Wait, wouldn't. Mm. Wait, would. Would. Mm. Matter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I'm really confused now, so... um. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I feel that somehow the fact that they're pivoting, they're trying to make it so that it doesn't seem bad, whatever they're whatever they were guilty of it's gonna not be illegal all of a sudden somehow i hope the emoluments clause case actually moves forward like this house of cards is the fakest house of cards that we've ever had in washington (laughs) yeah i would say so definitely oh my god you drained the swamp by inflating a bunch of shitty other swamp monsters (laughs) you brought (laughs) monsters from other swamps all around the world all around the country yeah. Um. I mean, I guess this is probably obvious at this point, but do you think Putin knew about the hacking of our uh, election? Oh yeah, of and course. Do you think he was uh, pleased by this with his shirt off, riding a bear, or was he? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope you would be pleased with everything when you're riding a bear shirtless. <laughs> How many? Is it like, uh, you know, like juggling girlfriends? Like how many elections was he involved in that one year? Was it just America? Or was he like, I'm I'm hanging out with this dude. I'm trying to get this dude yeah. elected. I'm trying to get th- this guy elected. I'm trying to get her elected. I'm trying to get this guy elected. And I'm trying to get myself elected as well during all of this. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. That's a straightforward answer. That's a lot of resources to go into that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I mean, China's doing the same thing. To think that China is not doing the same thing is very naive. So you think do you think that China tried to influence our election as well, or do you think they're influencing other elections? <laughs> I feel that if there is evidence of China doing that and the United States government decided to put that out there, all of a sudden there would be a whole nother enemy to have to worry about other than the tariffs war that's going on. It would literally be a way worse conversation about the hacking scandal for the election. Like he doesn't want to admit that it's the Russians because by admitting that it's the Russians, it's admitting that he got help and he won by the slightest tiny list little margin so how that's my question how by the russians hacking the election and influencing its direction how does that not just invalidate the election shouldn't it i mean yeah i, yeah, <laughs> I don't I mean, know fuck it's hillary and fuck having her be part of the equation again because right. she lost this like if anybody out there has anything to say about hillary should have won like she had all the opportunities to do it and she was just she's just a bad person too they're all bad people yeah i mean from they're not all bad people but these particular people are really dumb and bad from what i can tell you know they had influence in our election but they weren't necessarily hacking ballot boxes not to any evidence i've seen so you're right it's that hard hillary still lost and yeah they used bots or whatever whatever means to try and influence the american um you know political landscape but um to be honest we were already mucking it up as much as we could anyways as america ourselves like russia to me is just kind of like a mosquito bite versus what our society was already going through at that point and what Trump was creating that it didn't, I don't see it as making as much of a um, ripple effect as people are putting it out there to be. But I also don't know the full extent of what they're claiming the uh, Russian interference was. So Mm -hmm. um, I think just our, ability to communicate with each other um through the internet has become a little unruly and has always been unruly but um (laughs) it's breeding a lot of bad habits right now and then you know the the bots the fake news all that stuff is kind of just you know additional to me i think it really does come down to our ability to uh, critically assess stuff, critically think about topics, to talk to other people and try and understand their viewpoint and all that stuff. So if we can't get those, you know, fundamental steps in place, you know, um, whatever Russia does, you know, it's just adding more to that. You know, it, it's our, we already had such a bad environment and Donald Trump obviously paved the way for more of that. <laughs> Um, and but that's what I mean. It's so divisive that it, it you know. created the climate that we used to exploit in these uh, Latin American countries in the seventies and eighties, for example. Like we used to go down there and exacerbate the racial and discriminatory processes that were already tearing these countries apart, and we'd kill the favorite for the election, the the real person that those people wanted to represent them. 
And then we'd put in our little puppet dictator that would do our bidding. So (laughs) for Russia or China or anyone else that can capitalize on this for that matter could see the way that the United States was positioning itself and having that climate that was complete chaos, just being able to exploit that. I totally believe that they would take that opportunity. Why not? To, to give us a little bit of our own medicine. Like Dude. That kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could understand that. And it was easy for them. It wasn't difficult from what I can tell. It was not diff- difficult to, it's like having you know, your 11 year old brother working on his computer overnight and just being like, oops, whoops sorry yeah um i think the real question ultimately here is do you think any of this collusion stuff will stick obviously in our hypotheticals about how trump's presidency uh will end we didn't mention this at all russia or collusion or any of that stuff um but honestly, do you think any of this stuff is going to really matter at the end of the day? Once Mueller's investigation wraps up, what's what's going to happen? I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't the slightest clue at this point. Because like I said, who would have thought that there was going to be another Playmate scandal all of a sudden? There's curveballs from all over the place every time. So I don't, I don't know if the Mueller investigation is going to have anything that's going to come come to fruition but i mean shouldn't it be enough um just that all these people affiliated with trump are going to prison or you know being thrown in the <laughs> you bus would hope so you when... would hope that like oh yeah draining the swamp actually meant draining all of your supporters yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah in, in terms of his re-election when we look back at you know his four years in office if he makes it through all of them um will all of these gaffes all these blights all these uh you know cabinet members turn the turnover of all these cabinet members all the people associated with them going to jail will that affect his you know image enough so that his base might not vote for him because i you know and i know this hypothetical has been done a lot to death almost but if it was reversed if this was a democratic person a president um and they had you know foreign ties to other people they had uh, several cabinet members getting turned over they had former campaign managers going to jail i don't think the republicans would ever let up on it ever it would be the talking points all the time and it was you know for hillary clinton and even for um obama um, any bad connections he had, you know, Jeremiah Wright, the weather underground guy. Um... Oh yeah. There's no reason that anybody should have heard half of the names that got dug up from the seventies of, Oh, that person did a really bad thing and they happened to be in the same circles as Obama. So we hate that guy. He's Hitler. <laughs> right. Right. And those were also, you know, loose, you know, obviously like, Obama's preacher sure that's an intimate person in someone's life but uh you know uh election board members people running his campaign like that's pretty huge like that's large yeah it's not like some staffer got caught mishandling government information it's literally 
the people that were at the very center of his campaign here. Yeah, I don't I don't get how that's not a bigger thing. And to call it a witch hunt in <laughs> what in a year and a half we've discovered all of this inappropriate behavior that's been going on. I hope Paul Manafort goes to jail for a long time and that just scares the shit out of the rest of them. Holy shit. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I don't think it will stop with him. If he goes to jail, it's probably going to be more like a domino <laughs> reaction at that point. And hopefully, God, I really hope so. Um, I well, mean, I don't think Eric Trump could survive jail, so oh I don't wish God. it on him. Uh, he would go to, like, rich boy jail where they, like, <laughs> It'd probably be worse feed you grapes and, like... <laughs> I imagine it being, like, some episode of Spartacus. <laughs> it would be, like... Um, a sitcom and it'd be like Eric Trump and Martin Screlly are in the same rich boy prison and they <laughs> form some unlikable, you know, unlikely bond because they don't like each other like an odd couple. Yeah, they're so horrible to each other, <laughs> but it just works because they get each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> NBC, if you're can listening, we, that's my pitch. We, uh, yeah, we. <laughs> We're we're gonna go ahead and start writing that pilot right now. Martin Screlly and Eric Trump in these guys. These guys. <laughs> Prison block C. Hard time. Starting. Hard time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the two of them in a movie called Hard Time. <laughs> That's also the the gay porn parody yeah. version of it. So it's easy. <laughs> okay, well, on that note. Yep. <laughs> this has been Scenic Universe. Episode four. And we hope you find some justice for whatever ails you and whatever has felt like unjust in your life. And uh, tune in next week when we do some other bullshit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>